When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Um, my name is Chris Alec. Welcome to the Southside Beats. Uh, Corey Christen uh, will be here soon, hopefully. Um uh, welcome everybody who's uh, watching live on YouTube. We really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and watching. Um, obviously, with, with Corey, uh, you know he's working on the South Side right now. Uh, you know, player availability is coming later in the day than than expected. So hopefully, we get him. Uh, you know, Corey to join us today uh, to kind of fill us on what, what, everything that's been going on. Uh, I do know that George Pickens talked. I know that Najee talked. I know that Chooks uh, talked this morning. Um, just based off of what's been, um, you know, and and actually, here here you go. If you have your notifications on, George Pickens, I was happy, if anything, after Thursday's win. That's a notification from our Steelers feed on DK Pittsburgh Sports. If you, you know, aren't subscribed, you know, you get to be part of the community and everything. But even then, the app's free. The content's free. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. D- do it. Download it. Yeah. It- it's free to do so. Uh, Joe, appreciate the question, man. How the kid is doing? Um, a little better. Um, my son's temperature got up to like 104 yesterday. So, or last night. So, um, obviously when the temperature gets that high, you're starting to be like, all right, you know, we're, we're li- almost literally playing with fire here, but, uh, no, they're, they're both acting a lot better today. I appreciate it. Uh, still, not out of the clear yet <laughs> um, or not in the clear yet. I can't. I'm Michael Scott sometimes when it comes to my cliches, um, but uh, still not in the clear yet. Uh, I, I think my daughter is well, my daughter is ahead of my son a little bit because she got sick first. So I appreciate you guys uh, uh, asking that, 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 yeah, a bunch of fluids, lots of water, orange juice. Uh, the big thing with my son that I'm noticing is that he's already dropping weight from it. Uh, so it's like, yeah. Food. I'm about to go to Whataburger later and get him a chocolate shake. Like, we need to get some get some calories back in you. <laughs> um, where's the other dude? Uh, Corey. Uh, he is working on the South Side. Like, literally, like this is the South Side beat. He is doing beat work on the South Side right now. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get him to join us uh, eventually. It's not just. Uh, uh, it's not just. Like, oh, as soon as I'm done, I can hop on. The internet's bad over there, so he's got to try to find a spot. And now we have another hurdle. Apparently, there's some sort of event going on on the uh, inside the indoor facility. So he's got to find somewhere else to try to join us. So hopefully he does. I, I think he will. But if he doesn't, it's understandable. There's a lot of hurdles that we have to kind of overcome today. 
uh, but we definitely wanted to bring you a show uh, today. And I think the thing that I really wanted to lead off with, uh, I know you guys, um, Swan, what are you calling me out for? Yes, I will be getting a shake for myself, but I will be getting it primarily for my kid. Um, <laughs> no, so the main thing I want to I want to um, kind of lead off with today, it obviously was Chooks talking this morning. Um, so Chooks is pretty much saying like he expects it to be like it was this past week. And, and when, when a player kind of already admits that, especially when they're listed as like, as an or starter, like right now, technically, um, <laughs> Smith asking a question, any thought making the South side beat? Uh, probably not because I think anybody outside of Pittsburgh might not, might not understand maybe, um, Matthew, appreciate it. Appreciate the, uh, appreciate the concern, buddy. I, I, thank you. Um, a Steeler girl kind of bringing up, Hey, Chris, any truth, the troops being benched. We're talking smack about Kenny's play and leadership. I, I don't know about that. I'm, again, I'm not there, so I'm not going to try to, uh, try to guess on what's being said, what's not being said. I'm not going to go off of any kind of conjecture that's going on on social media. I'm not doing that. I'm not playing that game unless I know for sure, if I can put my finger on it, you know, when, when it comes to actual facts, I'm not going to speculate. Um, but uh, l- listen, when it comes to this Chooks thing, whenever a player is listed as an or starter, if, if I'm the player and I'm like essentially listed as a co-starter with somebody, like, of course, I'm going to be a good teammate. And if, if I'm not the guy in there, I'm going to support the guy who, who's in there. But like during practice and stuff like that, like you better bet this is a competition. I'm going to show that I should be the guy taking the field. And when a guy like Chooks is already pretty much saying, yeah, I expect it to be like it was last week. It almost sounds like it's kind of waving the white flag already. And so I'm, I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm not saying that's his mentality, but that's, that's just, that's what I get from it. Right. Uh, and so that, that's why, you know, I'm kind of like, listen, all right, this might be the actual start of the Broderick Jones era, whether it's a right tackle, whether it's a, a um, you know, he eventually moves over to left tackle, whatever, just Broderick Jones as a starter. So it looks like this rookie class is starting to really kind of, establish themselves and it i mean it happens um ha- halfway through the season um i mean joey porter jr now officially the starter ahead of levi wallace um keon and benton stepped in in a huge way while came hayward was out didn't always show up in the box score or on the stat sheet or anything like that but had a lot of really good moments um uh, a, you know, a good amount of the time, whether it was in run defense or pass defense, he's getting four hands on them instead of two. That's always your job as an interior defender. Take up as much space as you can. Take as many of those guys as you possibly can so that you can free up the edge guys so that they can do their job easier. Um, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, and now Broderick Jones really looking like he's now going to be the guy. And based off of his two starts, I have every reason to believe that, Listen, they're playing the Packers this week. Not as strong of a team. If he has another good start, it's just more and more momentum for him. So good for Broderick Jones for for getting off to that kind of a start uh, and taking advantage of every opportunity he's been given. That's I think that's all Mike Tomlin really asks for for his rookies, like especially guys who are who have come in um, for the first time and haven't been <clears throat> through this entire process before. He really challenges them. Take advantage of every single rep that you get, and he and he makes them hungry, uh, and, and so that when they get those reps, they take a full advantage of it. And Broderick Jones has done absolutely that, and good to see for sure. 
Um, really, really good to see. Um, Brent asks, uh, "Hey Chris, who should our third wide receiver be? I just don't think uh, I just don't think Robinson is doing it. I think we should draft one next year." I'm always up for drafting rookies. Just to answer the second part of that question, I'm always up uh, drafting rookies. Of course, you draft rookies. I'm always for drafting receivers. Uh, always, the Steelers are phenomenal at drafting and developing receivers, finding talent at receiver. Uh, all for drafting these guys. Always. Um, I do think, like maybe, like higher rounds, like first and second round, I'd still rather kind of address the trenches or maybe other areas where they they need to be a little stronger. Uh, but third round, fourth round, absolutely, absolutely. And that's usually where the Steelers have usually typically had a, a bit more success with, with guys who aren't drafted in the first round. They've hit on a couple of them over time. You know, San Antonio Holmes is obviously he turned into a Super Bowl MVP. You know, you can't take take you know take that away from him. But Heinz Ward was a third round pick. Uh, Antonio Brown was a sixth round pick. Um, you know, you go through the, the the recent history for Steelers. Most of the receivers aren't first round guys. So, yeah, all for for that. Uh, third wide receiver right now for me, I would I would prefer to see Calvin Austin. I think he does need to become a little bit more of a polished route runner. I also don't think, you know, primarily you'd like to see him work out of the slot, but he might not be big enough to sustain a lot of snaps out of the slot. So if Calvin Austin III is on the field more often than Allen Robinson, then maybe Deontay slides into the slot for certain plays. Maybe Pickens slides into the slot for certain plays. Um, You know, whatever it is, you know, you got to kind of, find ways to mix and match a bit. I don't think Allen Robinson should like not see the field anymore, but I'd really like to see more of an uptick with Calvin Austin. Uh, Matt Williamson wrote a really good uh, war room piece this week on uh, the Steelers needing a third pass catcher. Calvin Austin, the third was one of the guys that he mentioned Pat Fryermuth when he comes back, obviously needing to find a way to get him involved in the passing game because before he got injured, he just wasn't being utilized nearly enough. Um, so yeah. And James, James brings it up. Uh, you know, he, you know, Calvin Austin third would be uh, hurt in no time in the slot. I mean, it, 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 it depends on how you use him. If you're now, if you're having him constantly run over the middle of the field, yeah, it's only a matter of time before he's blown up and he's yeah. Um, but you know, there are other ways, you know, if you're able to run certain concepts, for example, Steelers love running shallow cross. That's a con. That's an old school concept that they love running. Kenny likes to run it. Why can't Calvin Austin III be the guy who runs the drag over the middle, especially if it's against certain uh, certain defenses? Why can't he be the guy who runs the drag over the middle, especially if it's if you know it's going to be man coverage? He's going to outrun the guy who's covering him most likely because he's fast enough. Have him do that kind of stuff out of the slot. You don't need to have him do the deep post where he's going to get killed by safety over the middle. Um. So yeah, that's, I, I just like, I like to see Calvin Austin, the third kind of be able to bounce back and forth, you know, sometimes out of the slot running a, the occasional jet sweep. I know how everybody feels about jet sweeps, but you know what? They work more often than you think they do. Um, I'm not saying run them all the time. Um, but when you do run them, that's what Calvin Austin's there for. Have him run the drags when you run shallow cross, just do different things like that, that, protect him out of the slot, but also you can line him up outside and say, dude, just go run. I'll throw it out. I'll throw it out there. You just run under it. Um, all right. Let me uh, try to get to some more questions here. 
Um, <laughs> Robitussin and Chris. Yeah, uh, we we are so they're on Tamiflu now. Uh, doctor gave him Tamiflu, and I think I'm already starting to see like pr- progress there. So it's good. Bob's <laughs> Bob says this Chris Solo show is more like South by Southwest speed coming out of Texas. <laughs> Man, I'm nowhere near Austin, other than the fact that I'm in the same state. <laughs> That's funny, though. That's a good one. Um, uh, yeah, Matthew says, I like Jones' right tackle better. He looked uh, good last week. I mean, l- listen, I, I mean, got to have the guy who's, who's playing better. And right now, based off of what I'm seeing, Broderick Jones is playing better than Chooks is. Um, now, I would also say Broderick Jones is playing better than um, – uh, playing better than uh, Dan Morris as well. But Broderick Jones can't play left tackle and right tackle at the same time. Um, cloning is not a thing yet. And if it is, uh, it's highly illegal. Just ask Arnold Schwarzenegger about it. That's the second time I've made a six-day uh, reference on this show now. Um, that's interesting. Um, let's see. Hey, hey whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, hold on. We might have a Corey Christen in the house. This might be the world record for jankiest setups of all time. Hi, Chris. Can you hear me okay? I can. Are you on your hotspot on your phone? On the hotspot? I'm in the car. Hey. Because there is a event going on in the indoor facility at the UPMC Rudy Sports Complex today. So this is like okay res Corey in the car. I got the window down so I don't hop box myself. This yeah. is truly beat work going on here today. What did I, I interrupt? Uh, you didn't really interrupt anything. We're, we're kind of, I'm just, you know, obviously we're having give and take here. Um, but, you know, we, we already hit on the Chooks stuff with Broderick Jones uh, this morning. It almost kind of sounds like Chooks is waving the white flag when it comes to, well, it sounds like it's going to be the same as it was last week. Um, but I do know that this afternoon, George Pickens talked. We might need to hit on that. So sure. why, why, don't you, why don't you lead off with that one, Corey? Because that sounds like it's going to be a banger. Yeah, I mean, let's. I want to put it to bed quick because he said a lot of nothing, which of course he's going to. Um, he's not going to say, yeah, I dislike it here because that's not what he's about to do. And he doesn't dislike here, I don't think. And today, George Pickens was, he kind of played off what he did, um, saying, I don't really mix social media and football, which I found a pretty interesting comment. Yeah. Um, I got I to gotta move over. George seemed okay today. Like, he didn't seem mad or anything. He didn't seem like, oh, I have to go talk to these clowns again. Like, he just seemed like he was in an okay mood. Like, I don't I don't think he was um, doing a laborious service today, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, Chris knows how this goes. When the locker room opens, some people tend to stand just right by the backdrop that's in the in the locker room you know, where you see like the Steelers logo and I think it's PNC bank or whatever. And some people will literally just wait for players to walk over there and start talking to them. It's kind of fascinating how that works. Yeah. Um, today was the case because Kenny Pickett is a, th- is a Wednesday talker, right? The quarterback talks mm-hmm. Wednesdays and Kenny did talk today, but George Pickens came right over to the backdrop first. And like the first minute that the locker room opened. So either number one, a PR staffer told him, Hey man, you're going to clear this or number two, George took it upon himself to go. I'm going to go do this and I'm going to yeah. go clear my name and I'm going to go talk to them. Cause yeah. Chris, you know, this George doesn't just do that. He doesn't just waltz over to the media and start talking to us. No, he doesn't he just doesn't do it. So no. today was the day he did it. 
So again, one of two things. He was told, hey man, you got to go clear this. Or number two, he felt it apropos to take the initiative himself to come clear the, clear the air. Yeah. And he said a whole lot of nothing. Again, he said, you know, I separate football from social media. I was just cleaning my profile off. What was uh, the, what was the, I was saying, what was the thing about like when, when he was asked about like deleting all the Steelers stuff, he's like, I'm just clearing my page. Like, yeah, that's okay. Hey, you know what? That's, that's probably BS, but Hey, you know what? Yeah. If that's what he wants to say, then fine. <laughs> and then, you know what, believe it or not, we did talk a little football with him um, yeah. because he's a really good wide receiver and he's the, one of the top options on this team. Yeah. And I, um, uh, I asked him two football related questions about, you know, what were the downfield opportunities? How has Deontay affected his return? And he said pretty good stuff there. So I, I think George's demeanor's fine. I don't think he's mad. I don't think he's, you know, ready to leave Pittsburgh tomorrow or anything. So I, I think we can officially, since George Pickens now cleared the air in his words, mm -hmm. uh, we can kind of, we can kind of put that to bed a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm, George was going to, he was going to talk eventually, but it, it is kind of interesting that, that it, it set itself up like that, you know, that, that George right. immediately goes over to, to the, to the podium there and, and talks and that you're, you're right. That's not, that's not normal. Now George doesn't, doesn't often turn away um, interview requests or, or anything like that. Um you got to first off, he's got to be in the locker room. Sometimes he's just not in there. Now, that's not like, oh, George is the only guy who never goes in there. Sometimes no. it's a number of different things. He's it's a gotta, veteran thing, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, sometimes. Yeah. 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 He, sometimes he's got to go to the tub. He's got to go to the training room. He's got to go get looked at. There's a whole bunch of different things, yeah. variables that, that play a role in that. So it's not like, oh, George never goes in the locker room because they don't want to talk. So, no, that's not a thing. Um, that's not a thing, to quote Ross from Friends. Um, but um rest in peace uh oh, rest in peace Matthew so Perry. sad so sad yeah. man yeah. uh that was like that was like my show growing up like like for real like, like friends i'm i'm a little young like i'm not like yeah i don't know but that was still my seinfeld's show the greatest sitcom of all time but i'll give friends with respect disagree disagree um, anyway but uh, uh no so like i'm just saying like anytime george is at a stall and somebody asks him to interview he usually like all the time says yes. Mm -hmm. It's got to be like a no. Like I, I gotta, I gotta go run. I gotta go do this. It's always something else. It's not just a flat out no. I don't feel like talking. Um, Jimmy Dean says, "Well, they target George thirteen times this week." I was saying as we left the locker room, it would be so funny if George yeah. got targeted like four times and had like two catches for ten yards on Sunday. Like yeah. it would just be the funniest thing because then people would be like, "Oh no, they don't like him," or like he's not ha like it would become a huger narrative than it already isn't. I guess. Yeah, it would just be the funniest thing if that happened. I think. I think what what happens is you know when you have like a I don't I don't necessarily want to call. Deontay and George like a two-headed monster but when you have two guys that are kind of 1A 1B in whatever way you want to kind of view at it because obviously Deontay is more the possession guy George is more of the big play guy and so you know they're kind of 1A and 1B in that sense this isn't like Antonio Brown and then everybody else you know no whenever it's like that there are going to be swings from week to week you know, sometimes defenses are going to focus more on, okay, we can't let Deontay get open because the fact of the matter is, is that he gets open all the time. So they'll double him. Well, guess what? When you double him, you can't also double George because if you double two different guys, literally everybody else is going to be open. 
Right. So they can really only choose to double one guy at a time. And so when that happens, obviously that it's then, uh, you know, upon Matt Canada and Kenny to see, okay, they're doubling Deontay this week. So now we might have to ride with George that's happened in the past here recently. George has been kind of locked down from by defenses and it's freed up Deontay. So it wouldn't shock me at all as if this Sunday, now George is the guy, or if it doesn't happen this Sunday, it's next Sunday or whenever it is Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden George is the one catching seven or eight passes and Deontay only catches two for eight yards. Yep. You know, it just, it wouldn't shock me because that's kind of the way it goes when you have this one, a one B dynamic on, on the offense. But Brent asked, do the Steelers have someone help with PR when something like this happens? They have several people yes. that have uh, that will help handle these kind of situations. They have yeah. several people, um, including Burt Lawton, of course, the uh, the head of PR essentially here uh, for the Steelers. There's several. There's what one, two, three. I got five right off the top of my head. Um, yeah. Last and that includes, year, I and that includes four. interns. And that yeah. includes interns. Yes, it does. Yeah. So there are several people. Uh, Randy asked, "Is Matt Canada going to continue to work from the sideline?" Uh, yes, he is. Yes. Uh, all indications are pointing, and Mike Tomlin said, "Yeah, that's that's a thing we're going to stick with." That mm-hmm. um, Matt Canada is going to be on the sideline now. Deontay Johnson talked about it. Kenny Pickett talked about it in brief today, and everybody's pretty much saying the same thing. The biggest thing is that it helps communication, and it's not just Matt Canada on the headset and then communicating to Kenny Pickett and the assistant coaches. It is literally any player can go up to Matt Canada and say, "Hey, I see this. I think this," and, and Matt Canada could get direct input. From the mm-hmm. players, and that's something that's, you know, obviously pretty pretty good. Uh, Joe asked about Minka. Uh, the injury report will dictate today. Yeah, uh, you have to you have to take take a look at the injury report. It's obviously only Wednesday, so Minka will have at least two more practices to get under his belt after today. And, and Mike Tomlin said Tuesday that it sounds like at least Minka's going to ramp up towards the end of the weekend. So. Yeah. Again, the practice report will dictate today. Uh, we did not get to speak to Mika Fitzpatrick after practice to, um, you know, gauge his his status or anything like that on record. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait for the injury report. Hopefully, you know, if it dropped in the show, that'd be kind of kind of nice right. from a newsworthy standpoint. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't, have, I haven't seen one yet. I was just checking to see. Uh, I showed everybody the notification. By the way, notifications come through when we put stuff in our Steelers feed. You guys get notified. Um, so obviously Kenny talked today too. So what what, what was yeah. kind of some of the highlights for, from what Kenny talked about? The, the Steelers want to see more of what they did Thursday. That's the one sentence summons. They want to see 166 yards on the ground. They want to see results that lead to what the Steelers were able to do offensively. Now, keep in mind too, if George Pickens gets a second foot down like he should have, it's another touchdown for this offense and they score 27 and not 20. So they felt good about what they did on offense. And obviously yeah. there was a correlation to having Broderick Jones onto the field in some degree. Mm-hmm. But I think Kenny Pickett wants to see this again. He wants to see consistency. Um, he, he talked about how there's been flashes of consistency, the Rams game being one, this game being another. Um, he called it spurts of consistency. Mm-hmm. And it has to be more than spurts. And he's right. Um, Kenny didn't say anything really overbearing today, anything shocking. Um, usually doesn't <laughs> no no so a lot more of, of what we already know and what what Kenny's talked about and what Matt Canada has talked about they want to put the pieces together and they want to put the pieces together um, consistently uh, Jerry asked about Anthony McFarland and if you see my laptop move it's because it's resting on my knee um, <laughs> this is this is as set up as this is as jank of a setup as we get but I, you got to make the show happen is Anthony McFarland happen. coming back um, it sounds like he is 
Um, I talked to him today before practice. He said he would have been good enough to play against Jacksonville and Tennessee. His knee's feeling good, so That's um, good. activated off IR. All indications are pointing that Anthony McFarland is going to be available for Sunday. But yeah. again, with Kenny Pickett, um, really nothing, nothing too insane to report over here as far as today. Again, he said they want to see more of what they did Thursday on a consistent basis. Now, my story today on DKPittsburghSports.com is going to focus on Kenny's success in play action and RPO. To, to, to kind of put a small summary on it, he's really good in play action and RPO this year. Yeah. Way better than last year on both splits. And this running game, if it can get going like it did Thursday – it's only going to open up more for the Steelers offense. And mm-hmm. Kenny has completed a lot more. I think he's 20 to 27 throwing out a play action. Yeah. So no, it's been, it's, it's been, been good. really impressive. Yeah. It's been good. Uh, Swan asked what the roster are. You, yeah. You got a roster yeah. for McFarland. Uh, it was already done when they, when they put um, Holcomb Holcomb on IR. So yep. it was just a swap of, yep. okay, Holcomb goes on IR. And now that, yeah, that made the room for, um, yeah, um, room for McFarland. I got somebody asking uh, for some clarification. By the way, if you haven't seen or read my chalk talk piece on uh, Joey Porter Jr., I, I went in depth on the things that are really looking good. How he's already kind of looking like a shutdown corner. How the Steelers are already kind of giving him the freedom of a, an actual shutdown corner. Uh, you know, getting to shadow guys and, and AJ. Um, AJ asks, like, may, may Chris explain his JPJ Mighty Ducks reference? Uh, does it refer only to reaction and coverage or also tackling? Um, and, and so, the, the, by the way, the reference I made was when Coach Orion and D3, the Mighty Ducks, keeps telling Charlie, make the, make the first move, Conway. Um, and so that, that was kind of – and so it's – that was referring to what Joey does in coverage. So there's a lot of times where, you know, receivers will do a number of different things to try to get open. Uh, obviously, you know, sometimes they'll just use their flat out speed. I'm going to run past you. Uh, They'll try a jab step. They'll try a head fake. They'll try any little thing, you know, to, to, you know, on a double move or something at the release of the route to try to get open, gain separation. And Joey is really great at being patient, not falling for this one jab step, this one head fake, this, you know, this, you know, this move or that move. He's really good at staying patient and not just reacting to every little move the receiver gives. And too many corners, especially rookie corners, do that. They really do just react too often. And Joey's just like, no, I'm going to stay over the top of you. And then if you go back underneath, I'm going to trust my length to be able to make up for any kind of lost space, which he does very well. So it really is a whole, like, make make the first move. I'm not going to fall for you know, any little thing that you do. Um, and so it is a, uh, thank you, Brent. I appreciate you uh, with the, the, the feedback, but that that's pretty much what that was. When it comes to the tackling, tackling is a whole nother thing. Uh, I think I kind of went, you know, t- you know, went pretty deep into it, into the tackling issues, but um, yeah. Ryan it, asked, yeah. Ryan asked, can Carlton Carrington play wide receiver, man, <laughs> what can't that kid do right now? How about that <laughs> performance? Triple double in his pit debut in basketball, college basketball's back. I'm really pumped about that. Yeah. Um. Chris, as you know, there is a certain reporter on the Steelers beat that is a big Michigan State fan. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so oh, yeah. Uh, of course, of course, Huge. the day after uh, Michigan State falls in their season opener to James Madison. What's the over under that th- that that person is wearing Michigan State anything like per <laughs> like how many days per week? 
two, out of, three out of out of seven. I would just say like okay, so you got Monday or on the working days on the working on, days. on the working days, but you got I mean you got five I days think, a week. I think it's an over two and a half generally. I think it's yeah. usually three out of five. Yeah. Today he wasn't. That's today he wasn't. Say it's that. always kind of a shock when he's not because I well, swear at training camp it was like every single day it was just like how much Michigan State stuff do you have, man? Well, uh, well, Michigan State plays Ohio State in football, and then uh, the Spartans lost to James Madison to open the season. So. Yeah. You know, I keep quiet too. I, if Syracuse did something similar, which Cuse at Pitt on Saturday, yeah. which means or, or Pitt at Cuse, excuse me, which is in the Bronx Yankee Stadium, which means Chris is solo Friday, so you won't have me for the whole show, uh, not just you know 10, 15 minutes of it like you had today, uh, as a as a result of the Steelers locker room closing at at around three o'clock today. Yeah, so yeah. busy week over here. Tomorrow's coordinator Thursday, of course, uh, Matt Canada. And Terrell Austin, as of right now, I feel like I'm going to spend more time at Terrell Austin just because you have a green dot inside linebacker to replace and what moving pieces and is Minka coming back. So there's a lot uh, going on there. No Bronx Corey. In fact, it'll be uh, Newark Corey. I'm staying in New Jersey and then taking the taking the rail over uh, to the Bronx. So the Bronx, I'll make that work. I'll make that work on uh, Friday while Chris has you all. Uh, taking care of. You want to wrap up with a couple of uh, final thoughts here, Chris? Oh, let's see. Final thought for today. Um, I would really just be patient with this whole George Pickens stuff, man. Um, yeah. There are, so, I mean, we we do live in a day and age where, <clears throat> you know, everybody kind of lives under this instant gratification thing, and I think everybody, because of it, Brent, appreciate you gifting uh, five five memberships, man. Uh, take advantage of those when, when those guys hand them out, man. Take advantage of them. If your if your name isn't green in the in the chat, make it green by accepting one of those memberships. For sure, uh, Brent. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you doing that. But um, yeah, just be patient with this whole George Pickens stuff. Sometimes we just we have knee jerk reaction after knee jerk reaction after knee jerk reaction to literally everything that's pumped out there, and. You know, I think one of the great things that you can learn from this organization, even if it's sometimes to their detriment, this organization, the Steelers franchise, does not flap in the wind. They don't have knee-jerk reaction after knee-jerk reaction. Um, Sometimes they actually make decisions a little bit too slow. And I think, you know, to use some biblical wisdom here, you know, quick to listen, slow to speak type thing. It's kind of the same thing. You know, you kind of want to just – you know, take a little uh, take a little while before you come to some sort of final judgment or on on a player, uh, on a coach. You know, whatever it is, I can be critical of Matt Canada because he's now in his third season and the offense still sucks. So I, that's that's a long enough time to, to try to be like, okay, they need to change there. Um, but you know, a couple of different things here and there where George has shown frustration over, you know, I'm not getting the ball here when I think I'm open. I've played receiver. I've, I've, I've been frustration, you know, great high school was my highest level there. So I'm not pretending to be some sort of former player here, it had but, like the ball, man. But no, I'm just saying like you, 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 you know, I understand the frustration of being like, I was wide open. I keep getting open. I'm not getting the ball. I understand the frustration. And when you're a player like George, who wants to be a difference maker, as Mike Tomlin says, he's going to be frustrated whenever he's like, I can make plays and I'm not getting the ball. That's a good thing. Now, I I might handle a little bit better than he is, but I'm also 36 years old and he's not. 
you know, he's still pretty, pretty young. So I just, I would give it some time before everybody jumps off a bridge when it comes to this George Pickens stuff. That's my final thought for the day. That's well said. My final thought is I need to uh, get out of here and uh, get ready for the injury report. There's mine. <laughs> uh, so Matt Canada, Terrell Austin tomorrow, uh, as is the norm on Thursday here on the South side. And I honestly, I think with it, what Evan points out, I think that really is the only question that Canada needs to be asked. Ask Canada if he'll be on the sideline again. Now we know that he'll be on the sideline because Mike Tomlin said it, but I think it would just kind of be like, okay, maybe the good, the good question there is, how did how was it for you? Because like for your entire time as an offensive coordinator, not just in Pittsburgh, but everywhere you are, you've been in the booth. How was it yeah. different for you? Yeah, I, I'm uh, kind of curious to hear that for sure. Lifted asked the Steelers beat the Packers this weekend. Here's my uh, spoiler, I guess. Yes, I think the Steelers absolutely beat the Packers this weekend. I don't trust official Jordan prediction Love. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust Jordan Love to play a quarterback. I just don't. So yeah. we'll leave it at that. For now, um, we're going to get out of here. So, uh, you know, injury report coming soon. Uh, DK and Ramon coming at four. So stay tuned to DK Pittsburgh Sports here on YouTube live for that. Um, of course, remember to bookmark uh, the DKPittsburghSports.com Steelers feed uh, where you can find all of the news that, you know, I report, that DK reports, all of the analysis from Chris and Matt Williamson and Ramon Foster uh, when it comes to this, fo- this football team. I know there's a lot that is being discussed right now off the field. But there's a ton to go on on the field as well, and we're here for all of that. So, uh, no, Joe, thank you. As uh, Joe and Mr. Nick of Time both put in the chat, thank you all for tuning in on a Wednesday. But for now, he's Chris and I'm Corey. I'm going to start my car get the air conditioning on. This has been the Southside Beat. Cheers, everybody. See ya.